Thank you for tuning in to Ghetto and Godly, the podcast. I'm Auntie Mimi. I'm Sola T. And now let's get into this episode. Ooh, ooh, that, that's the sound effect of the week. Ooh, I didn't like ooh. how I said that, so I had to ooh, back out of it. <laughs> I had to back out. <laughs> Too late. We're already committed. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's nice outside today. I wish it was a little bit warmer, but we have a, we have a really cool topic to talk about today. I'm very excited. We have a guest today. We have Young King, hey. a king on amongst our yeah. presence of Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. So I'll have you just go ahead and introduce yourself, share whatever you feel like you want to share. Alright, well, uh, my name is Rob, uh, I'll keep it short and simple, I'm uh, a young man on the rise, I don't have a, uh, I don't have a, um, a moniker or anything like that, but you know, I'm here okay. for the Ghetto and Godly movement. All so, right, it's the movement. Um, it's the movement. You know, <laughs> raise the room. You know, contribute in any way I can. Yes, so, yes. we appreciate you. We appreciate Rob because Absolutely. he's been helping us out with our, y'all know we took a little break. Yes. We took a little break because we was having some issues getting scheduled in the studio. So, uh, Rob, you know, as a king, he extended uh, his services and talent. Yes. And talent so, we were super excited to for that partnership to continue to blossom. So, you know, <laughs> had, to, had to have him come around on the other side of the mic to talk <laughs> right. with us. Right. Yeah. Change it up a little bit. Right, from right. Behind the lab, from behind the lab. From, from behind the lab. <laughs> from behind the lab. <laughs> <laughs> So I think today, um, one thing that has really kind of just been my overall, you know, at the center of my ghetto and godly moments uh, is confidence. And I think whether that's, you know, us working as entrepreneurs full time and part time and also working in corporate spaces to really think about the challenges that we face and like what gets us through all of that. And I think one of the things is faith, of course, but I also think it's confidence. So confidence in your faith and confidence in yourself. Um, And I feel like a lot of my journey has been gaining confidence, losing confidence and kind of just this really fluid experience. So I wanted to to, you know, create this space for us to talk about it today and talk Mm -hmm. about like how confidence is played a role in our lives as individuals, which I think uh, will also, you know, be able to affirm something for our listeners as well. Maybe hear some things you never heard or perspectives you never thought about. So first we're going to start with a round of true or false. So we'll, I'll just say the statement and then y'all say true or false and then we'll go into details if need be. So the first one is you cannot be successful in life unless you have self-confidence. True or false? True. Why y'all think that's true? Because without that, you don't have you don't have confidence that you can achieve a goal or attain certain things in life. So you need that confidence to believe in yourself in order to get there. It, has, it starts in the mind first, and then the action behind it. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. That <laughs> is just first and foremost. You you have to do something yourself. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna be. A moment where somebody's gonna do something for you mm-hmm. at the end of the day there's something that you're gonna have to contribute yourself mm-hmm. to make you successful yes. and that's just you if you're not confident enough to do that part of it mm-hmm. then you're the missing all the exactly. all the next steps all the opportunities exactly okay well uh, the second one is almost all people with high self-confidence are arrogant false Oh, false. <laughs> That's false. I think people mistake confidence or as arrogance. Like just because I 
see myself or view myself in this way and, and you know, think of myself in this light, it doesn't affect you. Like, how does that affect you? Now you think I'm arrogant because I think it's, it's, it's right. two separate things. Right. Yeah. right. And that's true. That's what I was going to say is those are, those are separate words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they're used in, you know, as the same word a lot of times, but it's, it, they're clearly yeah. two separate yeah. words. I think we have created, there's a, like a negative connotation about being confident. Yeah. And I think that is like, that was a big revelation for me. It's like to be confident in the things, like, you know, you're good at something, but the world is telling you like you have to downplay your knowledge so that it doesn't make somebody feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Right. And it's like, yes, I think that there's a space where that can, it does, there is a, a gradient or that, you know, there's a continuum where that your actions do impact other people. So it is good to be aware of how you're interacting and how you're communicating and expressing that confidence. But I do not think that that is something that we should be like, don't be confident. That's like, don't be confident. I think that's silly. Okay. Well, uh, number three is most smart, talented, and handsome people are confident. False. Oh, 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 that's a, See, that's, that's, a, that's a, one of those where you're like, uh, are we saying most as in like 90%? Yeah. Right. Are we talking 60%? Either think, way is most. Right. <laughs> right. No, I'm kidding. I, I think from a general standpoint, I wouldn't say that most are, mm-hmm. but you know, those are things that, I don't know. I think it could go either way. Oh. And because when you have, like, I just... And this is going to sound crazy, but like me, I played basketball in my life mm-hmm. and I'm short right. relative to a basketball player. Right. You know, right. so, the, you know, right. I mean, like you is that, think yeah. about, I came in, I was confident, but you may not have thought I was. Right. Because you know, of and you a lot looked. of times you have yeah. to look around and I, uh, you know, I watch and be like, oh man, look at them. I know I'm good at basketball. I know I'm right. good. It's not even a question. Like that's one of the most things I'm mm-hmm. not humble about. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not humble at all. I right. get on the basketball court. Not at all. My my mindset is I'm better than you. Right. But you know, <laughs> and, and it's like it just in general. It's just right. from a general standpoint. But there's somebody across who's also thinking that same thing, and he's right. You exactly. Because mm-hmm. I think confidence is such a private thing, right? right. Like so I think what Mimi was saying earlier, it is meant for you and it how you express it that's where it touches other people but i really do feel like confidence is something you have to to learn i don't know if you have to learn it Mm. at least like not to say you have to learn how to have it right away but you have Mm. to learn what it is because i think it looks different for different people some people are 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 what we would say you know are are totally aligned with our beauty standards and may not feel confident that they are beautiful at all mm-hmm. i've met some very smart and talented people who have deep rooted insecurities sure. mm-hmm. so it's like i don't think that those things are going to say that you're confident i think we associate those yeah. images yeah. of people we associate beauty with confidence right. which is false in a lot of or cases even the ability like to mm-hmm. be good at something like i think i was listening to or like reading an article that andre 3000 or interview mm-hmm. He didn't even, like, he wasn't confident as a rapper. Like, he just went right. into the studio mm-hmm. and, like, he thought he was mediocre. So, he worked at it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we look at Andre Three right. Stacks, like, you a right. goat, right? right? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's like. That's it's, real. It's just, yeah. you know, how you how you view yourself, I guess. Right. And, and, I, and yeah. as, like you said, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it has to be, it has to come back to how you, I guess, condition yourself mm-hmm. even to, to to appreciate your talents or pr- appreciate whatever it is that is the 
or or the, the thing, standard, right? Whatever mm-hmm. it is that's going to make you confident. Sometimes if you're not confident and people think that you're good, but you don't think that you're, mm-hmm. you want to be great. Like yeah. I'm good, yeah, but I want to be, be great. great. That helps you get to that. I think it, it it can help you, but it can also hurt you. Yeah. Because if you don't celebrate yourself at all, you don't acknowledge your gifts at all. I think that can be just as problematic. Mm-hmm. Because you still want to have that moment where you're able to say, like, I I understand that there is this value that I have in this. So I think you want to be great is good. I think that's a great motivation. But I think confidence is also the part that helps you say, I, but I am really good. Mm-hmm. And I can sit in that and not feel like I have to deter away from that notion that I am good at something just because I'm not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's where confidence, when practiced in a healthy manner, can be very helpful to understand I'm I'm confident in my abilities, which means that I can grow yeah. still, yeah. but I'm still acknowledging that I have a gift. Right. True. And I think that's where it can get confusing with like arrogance because it's like that's not rooted that, you know, in the humility of you having a gift and still needing to be better. I think mm-hmm. arrogance misses that other part of like you can still grow, mm-hmm. you right. could still learn, right. you could still be molded. Mm-hmm. That's why I think arrogance is, is like I'm just focused on the skill. Right. But I think arrogance is an insecurity. Yeah. Sure. That's mm-hmm. actually a good point. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times, more often than not, that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. Because if you have to talk about yeah. something, that means you're trying to convince Rich yourself, yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most of the time. And it's crazy because it's usually you're also not open to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you're trying. That's why you have to keep going through this cycle of it because it's like you're trying to tell yourself something, but you're mm-hmm. also not open to receiving what you're trying to tell yourself. Right. So then that's why you're telling everybody else to hope that yeah. they, somebody's gonna be like, yeah, yeah. you yeah, right, you're right, yeah. you're right. <laughs> exactly. you are good at that. You are, you are. And then now that's gashed you in a whole right. other space. But it's right. like, but you still need somebody else to affirm that you was good at something. Right. Like, I always think, like, people, I, I think it's normal to, like, you know, be like, oh, how, how does this look? But, like, people who, like, can't get dressed without, without somebody opinion. else's opinion, that's yeah. scary to me. Yeah. Because right. it's like, that's why I love fashion so much, because it's style. Like, I know I wear a lot of shit nobody else will wear. Like, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And you might not like the way I put it together. You might do it. When I did it, it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm confident in that I I'm confident in the way I feel when I dress mm-hmm. how I dress for myself. Mm-hmm. So even if you think I look crazy, I feel good. And then how mm-hmm. you maneuver through your day. Right. With like I feel like that is more powerful than you look well put together. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But how you look like okay, you are doing it. Because that's that, I think it's, that it's, holds more weight. Yeah, I think there's an energy that comes from confidence. And for a long time in my life, I felt like I, people talked about me having a confidence that I didn't feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm in a space where I've really been growing into that. I still have a large space to grow into. But really, I had to learn how to say, like, this is where in my head I think I should be. But I also do need to acknowledge these gifts because I need to be grateful for mm-hmm. them. And I need to help people with them. And I need to receive help through them. So it's just like I had to, I had to realize that. You're going to have to fake it till you make it. That's something with confidence mm-hmm. that that's my, how I learned how to be confident mm-hmm. in certain things and how I'm continuing to learn is if people see that you're confident, then what you worried about? Yeah. Just walk into that. Yeah. And I think I was scared to do that for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, okay. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> if, since you already said it, well, let's just right. go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four is you can only gain confidence after you've achieved something. I think that's false. You can be confident 
with your thought to achieve something as long as you can be thought in your plan to achieve something you don't have to achieve it in order to gain that confidence it's not it's not accurate i like the way you put that i'm i was on the fence about this one i, I really didn't have a because and, and here's why i say that because you think about achieving something most you don't want to put that into a box of i accomplish my goal right because an achievement could be a step towards your goal right you see what i'm saying and that's how i want to think about it so and that so if from that perspective i think yes because now my thought was okay i thought about something Mm -hmm. and i was like okay cool and now i wrote it down okay Mm -hmm. that's i finally Mm -hmm. wrote down this plan Mm -hmm. right i thought about this and i wrote it down and i wrote it somewhere Mm -hmm. so now i could see it Mm -hmm. So that's my first achievement, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, this is good. So that that's that right. that the motivation, motivation and that yes. motivation builds mm-hmm. confidence. So I, and that's why I would say, I don't want to say you can only, but I know it's a good starter. Right. If that makes us, if yeah. that makes sense. So. And I think that's that's the cool about that's the cool thing about confidence is, it it looks different, mm-hmm. and it yeah, like achieve right. like our definitions of things like achievement right. may have more of an end all be all mm-hmm. definition definition from one perspective, and like you said, like well, I achieved just a small task. That's mm-hmm. an achievement. Yeah. So I think it's like now when we think about okay, we're just that was just us looking at it. Now when we would actually be practicing the confidence, that could look totally different. Right. Because I know there's people that like failure helps motivate them mm-hmm. to feel confident. Mm-hmm. It's right. to know like I failed and I still tried again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I tried it and I failed. Yeah. That was yeah. it. I may not have achieved anything, but like that gave me the confidence that next time I could try something again. And no, now I know yeah. what failure feels like, yeah. and it doesn't feel like achievement, but that's yeah. still helping me build, yeah. um, build myself to just try new things. Right. All right, and the last one is social withdrawal, inability to accept compliments, anxiety, uh, and anxiety are some of the characteristics of low self-confidence. So again, social withdrawal, inability to accept compliments, and anxiety are um, are some of the cares- characteristics of self- low self-confidence. I'd say, yeah. I don't know, because I kind of, I'm a little social withdrawn, and I... <laughs> okay. I can see that one, <laughs> That one, because me too, like I'm not... You know, I'd be like, hey, I'm in the party, what's going on? I rock the ice. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't announce I was here. <laughs> and then it's not that I don't accept compliments. Like I don't. I, mean, I guess you can say I don't. I, I I receive them. Like I'm, you know, I say thank you, and you know, I'm grateful that you know you extended a compliment. Um, but that doesn't affect my confidence. Like it doesn't affect how I feel about yourself, myself at all. Hmm. Because I, I feel like I have, like, my mind is made up about about me. Or if I do something different, like, okay, my decision is made. Like, I don't really like that, but if somebody says they like that, like, okay, that's cool, but I'm not really feeling it, but I'm still going to walk around with it because I paid mm-hmm. for it. Right. Like, <laughs> and that makes sense. But someone, like, for example, mm-hmm. you told me, oh, your hair, you know, yeah, I, like yeah. I colored my hair. So, yeah, your hair yeah. color is cute. I like your hair. I'm like, oh, so it's cool. Like, but I don't really. But don't you, to me, like, that's why I wonder, like, do you not feel the most confident in your hair? And that's why. I just don't like wearing it. Like, and I express that I just don't like wearing it because I feel limited. Like, I don't have. So do you feel like that could be an equivalent to confidence for you? Not, no, because 
I the limitations. The limitations is what I what I dislike. Now, if I can go work out and you know, so why don't a, you just work out and be sweated out? Because I don't rock my hair natural. It's not gonna be straight no more. It's not the intended look. Mm. So if I sweat, it's gonna curl up. Now we wanted it straight, so now it defeats the whole purpose. So it's just like you know, it's cool. I'm, you don't think that's attached to your confidence at all? No, I don't. Really, I do. Mm. I think it is. Really. What I do, and I'm. I was gonna ask, like, what would you say? It's more to the, if not confident, because right. I mean, and again, to your point, mm -hmm. confidence. The the idea of what confidence is could be different from one person to another. Yeah. So, what about it? Don't you like? I mean, what is it? Is it you just don't like it? I don't like the limitations. Like, like what's the limitation? The limitations is I can't do everything with it because it has to be straight. You know what I mean? Like, but what happens if it's straight and a little kink to it? It's like, not gonna be a little kink. It's gonna be a frown. So <laughs> it's not a kink. Well, I think this is a great point to pause <laughs> and like ask each other or share our definitions of confidence. Okay. Um, I would say confidence for me is the balancer. That's how I think of confidence. So it's the idea of balancing those negative and positive emotions to be stable in any situation. Hmm. So like whatever, it's like my confidence can, it can move. Because if I'm working on a presentation, I'm really familiar with the confidence, I mean with the content, then I can be more confident in certain ways and there's something maybe I'm more concerned about the delivery. Then I can fluctuate, you know, my confidence to that space so that I can feel at peace and, and you know, at an equilibrium in that, in that experience. So to me, my confidence balances me, and which also helps me resolve and heal my insecurities. Hmm. But it's like as an ongoing thing, like it's not a thing that stops. Like, oh, girl, you ain't got no more insecurities, you on zero today. <laughs> <laughs> like you might have four at four o'clock, you know what I mean? Like it might just pop up, it might be filtered, but that I feel like my confidence is like this, the way I, it's like almost like I think of it like a little image, like a sphere that kind of just moves around that just kind of, balances where I need to go and it makes me do uncomfortable things when I'm more comfortable over here because then I ha can exert that energy over to where I need it to be. That's how I like to think about it. That's interesting. I think confidence to me is being okay with the things that you lack. Being okay with, not necessarily okay, but um, you know, I'm not like the accepting best. yourself. Yeah, just acceptance. Yeah. yeah, I'm not the best in this area, but I'm great in this area, and I do have these flaws. But hey, I, you know, yeah. these are some things that I have that I'm really comfortable with. I feel like that's confidence, and being able to point like being able to point them out and say, look, you know, right. I'm not I have today. some opportunities yeah. in this area, um, and. Mm -hmm. Since you have gifts in that area, we should work together. Exactly. I kind of agree. I agree with your point mm -hmm. or how you feel about it. Because I was going to say, you say being okay. I was going to say like just being comfortable in your space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, no matter what. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not worried about how the next person is going to feel about whatever it is mm -hmm. that's going on with me. Mm -hmm. So like I'm comfortable with, with me, with me I how I am, my flaws and all. Right. So what are your guys' passion? Like, what excites you? And what do you do to nurture those passions? Hmm. Because I feel like 
that's where connect, confidence is really connected because it's usually like you were talking about basketball with something that you're really passionate about. So right. like you're confident there. I feel like that correlation is is pretty heavy of like what you're passionate about, what you're interested yeah, in. Absolutely. That's usually where you feel the most confident. So what are those things for you? That's actually interesting because that's what I was going to say is um, I'm, I'm one of the coaches on my son's football team, but I want him to play basketball. But I know like even – I mean, I help with my friend's AAU team, and, like, that's where I'm at, like, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's a, it's bigger than just helping these kids play basketball. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, it's understanding that it's more than just a sport. A sport. Mm-hmm. It's, like, this is a way mm-hmm. to, to mold. Mm-hmm. And build your, confidence. Build, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, that's if what I'm, you're doing. you know, this is something I know I'm good at, so if I have to use this as a tool to to keep me from the negativity or whatever the case is and I'm going to do that I'm going to mm-hmm. so and I and I and I I appreciate that and that ability to be able to help somebody in just be in another space and mm-hmm. just be in, in in something that's constructive mm-hmm. and you know you learn teamwork I learned a lot about just life skills from playing in sports yeah. in yeah, general mm-hmm. yeah. and you know those are some of my biggest mentors or my coaches. Some of my mm-hmm. coaches, those are the people I still mm-hmm. keep in touch with, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I do it. Yeah. Right. What's your interest? I'm passionate about just contributing to a cause bigger than me. I see that. I see that for you. Yeah. I feel like no matter where it's at, it's like, what do you need me to bring? Even like something simple like that, like people don't ask what you need me to bring in 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they talk about what you for the have or what you got to eat at the house. <laughs> so I think that's one of those things that like, it really shows through you. Like, of, like in, in multiple situations, not just something as simple as that. So that's, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Um... I was thinking about this. Yeah, you can't just ask right. questions. Right. <laughs> okay, thanks for the question. I was, I was thinking about it. Thank you. Slide. Slide. Um, <laughs> I am passionate about, like, encouraging people to live their best lives. Like, that's something I'm extremely passionate about is, like, helping somebody. One, learning somebody. I think understanding people is something that's very important to me. Like, why you do what you I just do that over there. Like, what's that about? Like, in a good way or bad way? Like, or just like an off way? Like, huh? What was that? Um, and then from there, really being able to help somebody analyze the opportunities that they have and how they can capitalize on their gifts it's, while still accepting. So, like, really build, I guess, pretty much building confidence in other people is what I'm passionate about. Because I think it's such a beautiful process when you see something click for somebody, yeah. for someone where, like, somebody mm-hmm. isn't confident, but they're gifted and mm-hmm. that, you know, they're beautiful and they're not able to see it. And then that moment when they just get it, mm-hmm is like the most amazing thing for me to witness. Like that's something I'm extremely grateful for and like would love to see throughout. Like that is something about that that's just like, wow, like yeah. that's amazing. Like you were, you just, you didn't even like yourself. Right. And now you are actively loving, forgiving and embracing yourself. Like that's so, so dope to me. Yeah, that is. Wow. When do you feel motivated? When do you feel most confident? Like, what are you doing? How are you feeling? Like, when you're most confident? I would say I feel most confident when I think of something, I have a goal, I put it on paper, and just taking that first step, like, however small or big it is, 
I just taking that stuff. Like, okay, I did that shit. All right, let's okay. move on to the next. All right, do or sometimes it's okay. Well, let me uh take a break. And <laughs> <laughs> well, let me uh, take a break and come back to it. You know, but that's when I feel the most confidence when it's a step towards something. Yeah. I feel most confident when I'm presenting. Like I'm something like that. I feel I don't know what it is about that space, but like if I'm leading a workshop or facilitating some type, like I feel most confident doing that. Like that's something I don't have to when I prepare for that. Like I don't have to build my confidence in the same way that I do when I do other things. Because mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. When you feel most confident on the basketball court. Basketball yeah, I keep talking about that sport. though, but because <laughs> um, I need something else. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's a good one. When do I feel most? And I've been like, both of y'all answers, I'm like, I got something. I know I got something. <laughs> I know I got something. Just tell me what it is. Just tell me what it is. I would say... That's a hard question. When do I feel most confident? Are you, do you feel like confidence as a father and a husband? Like, is that something like that fuels that for you? Is that something you still trying to I do. navigate the confidence? I do. So, this is going to sound weird. Okay. <laughs> we ready for weird. I, and I, so, I feel, and this is, like, I can't even, like, I'm going to have to explain this after I say it. Okay. <laughs> so, I feel confident as a family member. And that sounds really weird, but like, mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know, I know that if my family, somebody, whoever it is in my family needs something, mm-hmm. they know that I'm mm-hmm. the person they could come to mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And that's why I was like, I, I know right. this is going to sound weird, I'm going to have to explain what I mean to this. Yeah. But, um, and it's just, it's one of the things that like, that's my, them and my, my people, I was adopted. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. at, a, at a later age, so mm-hmm. I was adopted when I was almost eight. Wow. So. Wow. Like that, yeah. I was I was like kind of mm-hmm. aware of like wor- the know, world was going on. Like yeah, mm-hmm. mm, I'm with this family. I was in a few foster homes and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so when I got to there, I could see the difference between the the five foster homes before that mm-hmm. and those people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, I was like, these are my people. Right. Mm-hmm. No matter where I was born or what I, who I was Them with, that's my your tribe. Th- these mm-hmm. are my people. This is where I was supposed to be, and that's why. I'm not where I was, and that's why I moved around so much because it was like, okay, no, 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 there it is. Right. That was the right one. And that's, that's so when it comes to them, like, right. I got them. No matter what, at the end of the day, what you, what you need. All right, well, yeah. I'm going to figure it out. That's you tough. got it. So, that's um, yeah. That's all I was like, I know I'm going to have to explain that's, this. That's <laughs> right. No, but that's a really, like, I never even thought about, like, being confident as, like, as a relationship, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I mean. Like I, I, that was super dope that you pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Like I, like as a role, being confident in a role. Yeah, and that's because, and you made me think about it when you asked me how I felt as a father. Yeah, and as a father, so here's that's a different side of it. I didn't have a father growing up, right? So I grew up without my dad. I don't even know. I never met him, never seen him, don't even know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. So that is like uh, I'm kind of just yeah. 
making it work. Like I know that's crazy so because <laughs> I wonder, like, if you ask, like, you know, your your wife or your son, like, how they feel you perform as a father. I, that would be interesting it, to, right. to, to juxtapose right. those right exactly. next to each other because of the idea of us coming from something in a space where we don't have experience. So that's crazy even to experience the confidence. Like sometimes when we feel we like experience, mm. then right. we're not confident. Mm-hmm. Right. And meanwhile, your son thinks you the best daddy right. in the right. world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But like, exactly. I think that's the thing, like even parenting, like scaling that to confident. Right. Like there's so right. many moments I was talking to somebody yesterday about realizing when my mom was a woman. Mm-hmm. And that realization of what that did for me and, our, and how it positively impacted our relationship. But this idea that, like, she's a mom, she's not a person. And then going back to, like, she was 25 when she had me. I'm 27 now. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, raising a child right. and teaching them things. So she probably didn't feel confident yeah. at all. And I think my mom is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just thinking right. about how we perceive confidence mm-hmm. for ourselves because of, well, I'm just doing it. Like, right. I'm just doing what I can. Right. 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 And it's really like you have to, that's where you have to realize it's not being arrogant to mm-hmm. say that you're a good parent. Mm-hmm. Right. When you know you're a good parent, then you yeah. want to make that known, especially for your child to say, I'm yeah. a good parent. Yeah. Because these yeah. are the things I'm open to. These are the things that I went through in life that like had me nervous, had me scared, had me in a space to not feel as confident. Mm-hmm. Right. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. You know, and you, and that's hard. That's a hard thing to say. Mm-hmm. I'm a good parent. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, it's, it's. That's a hard wow. thing to say. What, what, like, what yeah. makes and, it like you? And I, I'll explain. So, you, it, when, when it comes to your kids, they mean everything to you. Mm-hmm. So you, like, every one of your things that you don't do right mm-hmm. is highlighted. Mm-hmm. It's magnified. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I should have did that. So with me. And now, like, I'm getting into him coaching him on the football field. He's horrible, let me tell you. <laughs> He's terrible. And now I start thinking, man, did I not run around with him enough? Or right. What, what did mm-hmm. I do? Like, mm-hmm. why, You're what? I'm an critic. athlete. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I love sports, and I have been for as long as I can yeah. remember. You know? You're right. That's... So I'm like, what did I do? Like, right. I, <laughs> I failed him. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. So, but I, and obviously, you know, you, it's after a while, you can see the bigger picture. Yeah. And you're like, okay. He has a place. He's happy. Look at this. Right. Kid. He's, he's happy. happy. Mm-hmm. You know, but and I think that's, that's a pressure. That's a pressure it's, it's that like pressure. we have to think about yeah. when we talk about parents and like just having conversations. Like you don't want to talk about nothing too soon. You don't want to talk. I just feel like there's so many limitations right. that our our parents aren't really able to absorb what they can and from the experience because they're so worried. Yeah. There's so much fear it's and so like so it's a responsibility, <laughs> which makes sense because yeah. you want to be accountable. You want to be the best tool for your child but then you also have to look like they just gonna suck at flag football too. that's what like, i'm saying like it's gonna, it's gonna have to, it's, it's and it's not your better. fault it's not anybody's you know, fault but and, and that's the thing mm-hmm. like and that's and i say that because that's what's going on right right now. exactly but, <laughs> but there'll be something else that'll come right, up and yeah, it's like exactly. what you doing over here yeah, exactly. like, like what did i do what did i miss you know but that's that's why i say that because mm-hmm. it's hard because everything that you don't do right, you remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are the things that's like, ah, I could have, I should have been here. I should have did this. Mm-hmm. Should have did that. But and that's I think why even as I get older as an adult, it's important for me to like, you know, send my mom a note or just like really be thankful right. to her. Because right. I think that's the thing as a parent. Like as a kid, we're just taught that there. As a child, the perception of a parent is you supposed to know it. You mm-hmm. supposed to have everything mm-hmm. right. If I say something, you supposed to be able to respond. And yeah. you tripping because you telling me to do this. Mm-hmm. You trying to show me something. So it's like at the end of the day. Like, like how do you I realize there are things that she like my mom she one thing that was very important to her is that we traveled mm. yeah. so like I went to for my golden birthday I, I, when I was 10 I went to 
Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've seen most of the, like, I, I have a go to finish and see all 50 states before I turn 30. I only have, like, 17, 18 states that I need to mm-hmm. go because the majority of my mom took me to when I was younger and really showed me. And that, like, created travel as an expectation. Now, do we not have certain talks? Yeah, but when I realized you ain't had them talks with your mama either, mm-hmm. or, like, that wasn't a norm, that, that the importance was to provide for me and to show me that I could do anything. So, of course, there's going to be some things that, I, that you may have missed or didn't know how to approach, but, like, I, I thank her. Like, there's things that, she, like... I, one thing that she gave me in terms of my confidence is my like my mom really made me feel like I could do anything I ever wanted to do. Mm. Like that was something like she gifted that to me, and like it's a choice I had to make mm. still for myself. I had to choose to walk into that truth, mm. but like she gave that to me. Mm. Like even through her example, like my mom does stuff, and I just be like. Like, right now she's in school. I think I showed you that before, that mm-hmm. she's in school mm-hmm. learning how to do these injection moldings. So I call her, she's like, oh, I'm in the lab. I'm mixing colors and doing all this. Oh, I'm 50. Mm. Yeah. She wanted to have her own toy company, couldn't find, you know, the correct people to make what she wanted to make right, so she went and figured out how to do it. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I've always grown up with, and yeah. I think when people see me, and I, I know people are threatened by my confidence, mm. especially more recently, like, I've, I've had to learn how to navigate that in the corporate office setting. Mm. Uh, people just seeing something and just really, I don't even know you, you're not trying to know me, but you out here, I'm hearing you throwing daggers. Mm. Right. And so it's like, how do I be aware of it, but not be apologetic about it? Mm. It's just like, really like, and I, that's the example, like, that's where I come from. Mm. So like, quitting, like, not figuring out is not an option for me, but not from an arrogant standpoint, but I've watched my mom figure it out. Yeah. I watched a, a woman who was 25 years old work multiple jobs to make sure I could go to summer camp and make sure mm-hmm. I could play, do anything that I wanted, had the books that I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. Like, so why would there, like, why would I move differently? Right. But when you don't know me, you just think I'm trying to be better than you. And it don't even have nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with you. you. Mm-hmm. Nothing yes. to do with you. Mm-hmm. And I think when we, if we accept that confidence really is more of an internal thing that we can share, but it's not it doesn't start in somebody else. It, you, somebody else may trigger it in you to be like, oh, dang, she just did that. That's dope. How you do that? Let me go look that mm-hmm. up. But, like, you have it the whole time. You're not intimidated. Right. But I think that's the thing. Like, even just, I think about that being a young black woman in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. How I was culturally raised to do certain things is going to appear intimidating to somebody from a different culture. Mm-hmm. And, like, my confidence doesn't always translate to that culture. Mm-hmm. And learning to navigate that and use resources has been difficult. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I don't want to just be walking with my hat in my hand apologizing right, for being who right, I am. Right. But it's like, but at the same time, like, I really think you're supposed to be open to something else. Of people moving a different way. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't feel constricted by my confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a you problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then I still have to... Finesse, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's crazy that this put me back on me. Like now, I gotta. You want me to make you feel comfortable mm-hmm. in this situation, and it's like you could just work on your confidence, mm-hmm. so that you could advocate for yourself if you need something. You know, just. Mm-hmm. I think it's really crazy. That's mm-hmm. like a big thing. Like confidence in the workplace has been a big thing for me lately. Of realizing like how many people just lacking it, yeah. and like how much people lacking it prevents work good work from being done like efficient work because we we in here dealing with your emotions we in here handling this that and you just you're just insecure right now like i need you to figure out what you need to do to address them and bless them insecurities i think just confidence in life period like i think it sounds like easy like okay well just find your confidence oh it ain't easy 
but it's is a difficult thing to attain it's just like it takes confidence to think of think first of all think of something that you want to do that's outside of your normal mm. what you were taught to do and it takes confidence to go forward with that and to think that you can do it because yeah. a lot of people are stumped at that space like well shit nobody else around me is doing and that's this. what it is like, so like you said i think is, it's, it's am your I tribe supposed to be doing this it's or? your circle and that's why you have to really talk to people to understand different journeys so that you can place yourself around different mm-hmm. types of people i have friends that are married i have friends that are single i have friends that have kids i have friends that are in their 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s like you have to i think that's a big part of it is like when you realize that somebody who's also 40 could also go through something that's totally different but they're going through something that's like it gives you a space to breathe a little bit to mm-hmm. be like oh shoot she 40 mm-hmm. and she ain't got it together neither mm-hmm. what am i over here doing let, right. me, let me try to slow slow down on myself here right. yeah but I think that's it's really about seeing though. Like I, I realize like when I watch my friends that are like just in different life stages than I am mm-hmm. and watch them do things that I'm like, I couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. And like they just like, well you just that's what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> like a kid mm-hmm. with me right now? Yeah. You know, like I would be like <laughs> um, somebody should come help. <laughs> But you know, like people, I know people who do this day in day out, and they're like they're wonderful parents. But I think it's just like until I see that, okay. And the more I see it, the more I like see people interact with kids. Like, okay, it's not that scary of a thing. Like, nobody's fully ready. There's work you have to do. But it's just the idea of like, oh, okay, that's different. That's different. I didn't. It's uncomfortable for me, right? To think about myself being in that. I think the more, like you said, the more that you surround yourself with people having different experiences, mm-hmm. right. the more That's you realize so like how we're all connected mm-hmm. too. Of like, right. dang, you went, you went through that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. Even just to like step out of an office and corporate, and okay, I'm not gonna get a job. I'm not gonna get another job. Right. Because I was laid off. We're right. gonna make that clear. <laughs> I was laid. I'll make that clear. <laughs> so I'm not gonna get another job. I'm just gonna do my entrepreneurial thing, mm-hmm. and that is scary. But it takes confidence. Like I know I'm just gonna get better. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna get these tools to have a successful and run a successful business. But to my family, like that looks crazy. Like because mm-hmm. no one's doing that. Like she's she's nuts. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Everybody's just waiting, like, okay. And wouldn't it be such a beautiful thing if we're taught about confidence and then we're taught about accepting yourself? Mm. Then we're taught about supporting other people and other things that they're doing that aren't similar to yours? Mm. Like, I think it's crazy yeah. that I never had a class on supporting somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be the class. Whether, like, and we could talk about a variety of different scenarios of supporting people, but like, support. Mm. I have like I've been doing I got a couple things up my sleeve with some workshops that I wanted to leave so I sent out this text message just asking like you know what would be um, a lesson like in your adult life that you've learned um, that you've learned about but you like but you didn't know when you were younger like Mm -hmm. that you would want to know and my mom sent me a really good one she was like how to ask for favors Mm. and like from the standpoint of how she was like I feel like over the last 20 years I've, I've seen a shift in like people wanting to ask for things but people not giving things mm-hmm. and not creating the, the culture that supports a healthy relationship mm-hmm. from a reciprocation standpoint rather than just a, a receiving standpoint and mm-hmm. I thought that was so powerful and I think 
to me, that's attached to confidence too. Mm. Is I think a lot of people don't see that they have something to give, mm. so they're always focused on what they're supposed to be receiving. Mm. Mm. So like when you when you always focused on like, what would you bring? Like even sometimes like you asking like, what can you contribute? Even if I tell you nothing, I told Mimi nothing. She still found something to bring. But some people really like you say, I tell you nothing. And they like, okay. okay, I don't I don't mm. have anything mm. to bring. Mm. Or like, oh, you said bring something, and people are like, I don't know where to start. Right. You can bring some pop, you can bring some chips, some dip, you know what I mean? But it's like, that. even something as simple as like coming together for us, us, when people don't connect those things, it's like, I really think it's because we've conditioned people that, you know, you got to be creative in this way, or you got to be able to do this. You have to be this smart. And if you're not, if you don't, if you're not smart in the way that we value, if you're not creative in the way that we value, then what would we ever be reaching out to you for? Hmm. So we're not creating a culture that says that, that always we need to practice an exchange because you need to you need to be have stock in, in what it is that you're you're wanting to do. Yeah. I think that requires a different that's just making me think like that's a different type of thinking. Like somebody yeah. says nothing and you still find something. It's like the buck stops with a lot of people. Right yeah, there. It stops. Like in a lot of different ways besides that. Like, okay, well, well no okay no 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 snow right <laughs> but you have to think differently and outside the box we're like well well can we do this instead you right. know you have to kind of negotiate and i think and that's what people don't, don't know how to advocate for mm-hmm. themselves and when you can i don't i honestly you cannot advocate for yourself if you don't if you're not aware of your strengths and your opportunities and I don't, I don't use the word flaws because I use a lot of positive positioning. But I think opportunities is something like we had an opportunity. We missed an opportunity. I think saying that is so much better than your ass is flawed. I feel like you flawed, that just sounds so permanent. Like opportunity means like, you know what I mean? Like you just flawed. That's a good point. So it's like even the way that we think about that, if we telling somebody they flawed their whole life, then what the hell they think? supposed to do with that? It's not a room for growth like i really don't think that you would ever be like oh well let me go find my unflawed portion Hmm. (laughs) you know or like even i just i've met and you know connected with people and i just like like there was a person i met like and i like i just went and cried after i met this person because i just felt that they didn't feel anything beautiful about themselves Mm -hmm. like and to watch people do that is like I couldn't imagine doing living your life every day when right. you feel like you have no value. Right. And one, yes, that's a choice you make for yourself, but you're also not surrounding yourself with a tribe, whether that's voluntary or involuntary, that's lifting you higher. I watch people make decisions and take chances and then watch their family react or watch their mm-hmm. friends react. And I'd be like, y'all, we need to fight, figure out another way. Mm-hmm. Because even if it's not for you, like, I try to find as many ways as possible when my friends do stuff. My friends do stuff that I don't agree with all the time. (laughs) And the last thing, when somebody comes to me with something, the last thing for me to try, like, I'm very intentional. And it might happen from time to time, but I don't like to tell the person what I think they should do. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, I don't want to, I don't want to create that but like i'll ask you some questions Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day you're the one that's gonna go through this Mm -hmm. so like you have to you have to be able and that's something i know we didn't learn is for you to go to yourself Mm -hmm. we're taught to go to like we're taught to go to questions and go to people and go all these things and then i might sit at you with a little little smirk and say okay well now what you gonna do with Mm -hmm. while you Mm -hmm. are you tapped into but you have to learn to tap into it and that's something we are not taught like public school systems do not tell us how to like 
go to ourselves for stuff right. because we already have the instincts. We've already been prepared, most of us. And even if you're not prepared, that's also how you become prepared by trying mm-hmm. things and learning how to listen to your inner voice. Yes. And maybe that's what confidence is too, is that's that little inner voice. You're able to trust yourself too. Yeah. To trust that what your, what the decision you've made or whatever mm-hmm. you did is, is going to work out mm-hmm. in, the, in the best favor for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trusting yourself like that's something like that's mm-hmm. almost a, a foreign concept. I don't know when the last time I ran into somebody was like, y'all, I just had to trust myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy. Like when you think about how the world works, like us moving through our daily lives and going through all this, that's all this shit is. We got to trust yourself to try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're not going to get it right, like I just got to trust that I'm going to get up out this bed today and make the best do with what I can. But it all comes like to me, there's a, we can talk about so many issues in the world, and I think confidence is going to be right at that table. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what you going to do now? What you going to do? So what is, like, what are you, when are you least confident? Hmm. I feel like I'm least confident when I feel like I've let not only myself down or let somebody else down like I didn't fulfill my obligation or I didn't do what I said I was gonna do mm. like that fucks with me like oh fuck like I, I'm just a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a piece of shit that's, that's how I feel so I try that's why I try I try I try my best to to do what I say I'm gonna do cause I don't like feeling like that yeah. and I think even creating the culture that it's okay like saying it's okay for us to not be perfect all the time. Mm. I think transitioning that idea of like, I don't have to be perfect. Like there's going to be some times where I disappoint people where I don't rise to expectations. And like, of course I'm going to try my best not to, but it's going to happen. And I need to prepare myself for when it happens to not always feel like a piece of shit Mm. and just be able to be like, forgive yourself for it. Mm. Trust yourself, forgive yourself for it. What about you? When are you least confident? least confident so I think that kind of goes back to there's there's parts of the parenting aspect mm. and like I said it goes to being just not knowing the direction I'm going so like there's mm. times where I'm really confident and there's times where I'm like I hope this is gonna work out right, you know? kind of the process <laughs> yeah, like, so, is there like yeah. a specific thing about parenting that you like that part of parenting right there mm. I don't know about that. So <laughs> I'm strong over here, right. but I don't know about that. I'll, I'll tell you. So my son is like my oldest. He's because I have two sons. So he, the oldest, he is like really. He understands a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm, he's five, mm-hmm. and so he'll like explain something, and I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know that he got it from me, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah like did. I know that. That got me in a lot of trouble. Mm. Um, Cause I'm understanding too much. Right, too right. I, I get it, and mm. then I would say it mm. because it's right, and just because it's right it as a child doesn't right. mean you should, you should say, say it. it. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it got me in a lot of trouble in school. Whatever. I always had good grades. Always had, you know, all mm. this. I know a lot of times my teachers would say I was lazy. You mm. felt like because you. I was like that's what you. I shouldn't have to do Serious? this. Like, like, what? That right? makes perfect sense. Like, you really have to keep explaining this to me. Uh, I'm not gonna. All right. What y'all dumbass? Yeah, that's what I'm like, right? like, really? 
really got? Come on, man. Pay attention. Why does he have to keep telling? Why do you gotta keep talking so like? Because you was like, bored and now. All of that, mm-hmm. all of that outer. Mm-hmm. It, what I'm talking about, showed on the outside. So I'm just like, oh. <laughs> so I'm the one that's sitting in my chair and I'm leaning all the way back and I'm like, got my head all the way back. So we on the. Obviously, y'all can't see me, right. but you can <laughs> imagine what I mean account. when I say right. that. So, um, you know, like, that's just, I know he's going to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, man, and mm-hmm. I, it makes me mad. Yeah. It makes me mm-hmm. so mad. And I'm like, that's how I was, though. So I know what he's going to do with that. And um, and I feel like that's a weird thing to not be confident, but I feel like he's going to get in school and have trouble because of it. Mm. So I'm nervous about it. But now we got tools. So, that's the good thing. <laughs> right, exactly. Now there's research because it sounds like he is he is uh, gifted in the educational system. So, and so he might have to, you know, like skip a couple right. grades, give him some we'll extra assignments. That's, that's the... That's the the unknown mm-hmm. is how do how do we manage this? Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly, because you know, that's what and I think that's the beauty of us like growing and learning our own confidence. For you to say like that was something yeah. that mm-hmm. was not good for mm-hmm. me, so I see that in you. And how can we figure out what to how to right. translate it's that? Like mm-hmm. all right now, watch your uh, watch you know, your facial, facial expressions, right? And you know, right. like I don't get call that them dumbasses, <laughs> like, right? You know, like he and I tell you, it's a funny story. He um. Like I was, we were outside and he's on his scooter, so he's just riding back and forth. So um, I'm, I'm eating pistachios and I'm throwing the shells into this bush. Just keep throwing the shells into the bush. And he's like, Daddy, why are you throwing those into that bush? And I'm like, oh, you know, this is, these are shells. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing them in so the bush could th- grow into a pistachio tree. So I'm like, he like, reached, oh. you, you he tried kinda, it. So I'm like, all right, you know, he's not going to ask no questions. I'm just, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't you, know, you know, he mm-hmm. came back, he scooted a couple more times, came back and was like, daddy, are pistachio shells seeds? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and, it took, and it's like he waited just long mm-hmm. enough for me to forget mm-hmm. I told him that. Right. So, oh, I'm going to catch him up real quick. Right. What are you talking about? Why Rolls would, up I, why on would you, you say right. that? It doesn't make sense. Like, no, they're not seeds. Of course they're not seeds. And he's like, well... Right. You said you were throwing it so they could make a tree, and <laughs> you have to plant seeds life. for trees to grow. Mm. So, and what I was it? like, ah, oh. I was like, you're right, son. I was littering. My bad. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And I, and I, I just yeah. broke down. I was like, you know what? You're right. I was littering. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You're That's right. good because <laughs> I think a lot of ways we always tell kids like you can't be right because right. you don't know enough. You ain't yeah. been here long. Right. Enough. It's like no. And you're like, absolutely right. You called me on that, and mm-hmm. my bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could lie, but you clearly, mm-hmm. you clearly gonna say no. And he no. just scooted away like, yeah, I know I was right. <laughs> Confident. Make sure right. you knew. You Confident. <laughs> That's, oh, that's good. That's and that's, man, kids are confident. Let's talk about confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that that lack of understanding that people are worried about what you're doing, mm-hmm. and where people are think are gonna judge you mm-hmm. on what you're doing. Kids don't have that. Yeah, they don't. Right. Like, I don't care what you think. I'm about to run. I'm about to scream. But I always think that when I see kids yeah. like dancing in random they places, I'd be care. like, mm-hmm. that's just yeah, such a that's good so reminder to me. Yeah, like, it's it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and 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 we can learn from that, mm-hmm. and, I, and I and I appreciate it. You know, he he be singing and he can't dance to save his life, but he be <laughs> dancing and all kind of spins and you know. He, 
but he loves Still it. Going. He does it. And Look we at really this have move, to ask them. Look at mm-hmm. this move. This new move I learned. And I'm Don't like, oh, got the new move. That was a okay. move. Oh, all right. But <laughs> Show he, me how to do that one. You know, yeah, and that's cool <laughs> though. And you know, right. and, I, and I encourage it though. Yeah, so, and like, I think yeah, that's the important part, right? Because that's I think that's so the message in so many ways is if we already know the world that they're going to grow up and face, that's always that's more often than not gonna tell them like you ain't. Mm-hmm. Why are you dancing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Sit still. Mm-hmm. Be quiet. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing with your life. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't nothing. Any- I feel mm-hmm. like the world, there's just so many ways to tell you all them things. Like, sometimes we just need to dance yeah. right. when you can't. Like, right. sometimes you just got to let go of what you think it's <laughs> supposed to be. Let go of them mm-hmm. shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yes. And just, like, really live in the moment. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like nobody also talks about, like, how hard it is mm-hmm. to do those things. And yeah. I think one thing that has helped me is that I've been able to fall back on pretty strong relationships or have gone through things in different relationships, whether that's with friends, you know, romantic situations or family. Um, and I think that's that's also an interesting aspect of confidence of like you you were kind of shut as a dad to a son, what that confidence looks like right. and how that may vary, you know, for you going to work or you, you, you know, with your wife, like all these different mm-hmm. things of how all of those relationships impact your confidence. Yeah. So do you guys have like any relationships that, you are really confident or that you want to strengthen the confidence in? How y'all thinking? (laughs) Well, I'll go. Mine is, uh, I think, a relationship that wasn't strong for a very long time was my relationship with my mom. I feel like I had a lot of resentment, had a lot of things, but like the more I have just learned that we're, I learned about her um, in a space where I think she's at a space as a woman to like not feel like she has to be perfect to mm-hmm. me or that she can mess up and not feel super guilty. So she's been able to share more about like the things she's struggled with, which I think have given me permission to be easier on myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a relationship that I, I will continue to want to strengthen um, because I've seen where it's, I've seen how it's grown and with that confidence of having that relationship be in a better space, how I'm able to do more and I feel more comfortable to come ask her questions mm-hmm. when I didn't feel that way before because I was too worried that she was going to judge me or it wasn't going to be me being perfect. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. in a space where we can actually communicate mm-hmm. about like this is what I'm going through. Well, um, I'm blessed because the person I have that super that strong bond and that kind of relationship that, you know, like I have that comfort level mm-hmm. of just you take me as I am as my wife. Mm-hmm. So it's like that is incredible. It's my best friend. Now, the other side of it, I my mom, my actual biological mom, she tries so hard. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be, and I just don't feel comfortable and to this day. Mm-hmm. So I haven't, That's interesting. you know, I've never fully just said, okay, you're my mother. You know, mm-hmm. you, you birthed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I was gone since We got to have four. you watch the other episode right. of Ayala before you, you know go. No, it's it's I, this one. It's, it's, it's this girl, and she's abducted. So, like, she was kidnapped oh, at the hospital. And this woman raised her, and she found out, like, when she was 19 or 16, something like mm-hmm. that, that she was adopted. And that's mm-hmm. she was having a heart. Like, you could tell she's like, well, how, mm-hmm. like, how could this person is my mom. But she's a But, like, she kidnapped me. Yeah, and she could, couldn't like she couldn't say that. I could see that, and that's a little different though, because yeah. that's yeah. like whoa. See, mm-hmm. I knew, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I I remember my mom. I was with my mom until I was four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember her. I was really mostly she was on drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I was my grandpa. I really remember him more than anything. Mm-hmm. But I, my mom, that was her dad. So, mm-hmm. you know, he lived. With, they lived in the same house. I don't know who lived with who. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you feel like it's her but, lack of confidence in being there for you? Is that what you can't buy with? I think that's what it that is. That she's trying to overcompensate because she's, she's not confident. She's so hard. And, mm-hmm. and she knows she's like, and I think that might be on her end. Yeah. yeah. Is that she's like... I'm trying to get him to feel like he's my son again. Mm. Where you're trying, but but you're trying from a standpoint of I'm a child, right? And you're a grown ass man, and I, right? Like, and, and I was parent. I was awake when all this was right. happening yeah, around like, me. I saw the day that she because yeah. what happened? She OD, and I saw mm. it. I remember that day. No. I remember it. Oh, so, like, oh. it's you know. And I think she's trying to recover from that. Because that you know, doesn't want to be mad. the image she has right, exactly. that's sticking and with that's you. What it is. So it's like I left and that was it. And I think it would be better because I, after, like, this is this is crazy, but to think in, in probably like 2015 is when I first started talking to her, mm. like on the phone and having her call me because before, yeah. maybe a little bit before that, probably like 2014, but before that I told her I only had text message. Wow, that's you know, deep. Do you know from 2008 to 2012, I worked at T-Mobile. Wow. Oh wow! You no, know I was lying. Right? <laughs> I don't even think they got that plan right. no more. You, no, I was lying. I was paying for. But was it, it was the voice? For, like, do you I just think if did it, like I first of all, I didn't want to have to talk to her that long, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to choose whether you want to respond, respond or not, or not and I wanted to have it because otherwise, it's either I either she's calling. I either answer or I don't. Right. And then that you makes know, you know, voicemail, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But um, if you text me, I can read it and I know what I'm responding to. Mm-hmm. Or I can think about it. Right. Put it down. Exactly. Think about it and come back to so, it. Exactly. Mm. So, exactly. So, I just, it, it was weird. Yeah. And I, and like, that's just what it was, though. And, mm. and so that might have contributed to her lack of confidence to mm. be my mother. But I think But she, it's like that's what you have to realize. That's what she has to come to peace with. This idea of what I have as a mother and what that looked like, changed. It, it changed. Yeah, it can't it's be. It's not the same thing. Now it's like you gave birth to me, you made a mistake, and I forgive you for that mistake. Yeah. I don't, like, I but don't. But we can't wanna, just go, like. You know, but but you can't treat me like I'm your child's son mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And I've had that conversation, and I've told her. Mm-hmm. And I remember she used to like, I can't believe you would say that to me. And I was like, are you, like. For real? She hasn't yeah. come to terms with you. So I just, you know, I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I'll talk to you for a couple minutes on the phone. Yeah. And I'll keep my answers All right, got to close the refrigerator. Got to close the refrigerator. move my water bottle. It's, it's, it's about to fall. Right. So, move it, so I'll call you back. <laughs> Do you ever feel like this is something uh, I felt from my experience? Like, I wasn't raised by my dad. Okay. And so... I think he tries to, he, um, well, when he's around, he'll try to come in and say, like, he'll try to treat me very much so like his child. And that, like, that same idea of, like, mm-hmm. but you can't talk to me like that. Like, because right. I understand you got this idea that you're my dad and I can't, but, like, we never had that relationship right. for this to, to present itself. But sometimes I think that it also has to do with my lack of confidence in what you're saying because of the decisions that you've made. Right. With me as your child, mm-hmm. so like the fact that you can go years without ever being concerned of my presence or lack thereof on this earth doesn't really make me feel like anything that you really have to say is gonna be that valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm not confident in you as a parent right. to parent me. Right. So it's like we got to figure out something different because 
that's just a role you had an opportunity to rise mm-hmm. to, even if you wasn't the greatest. Like, I'm not talking about you got to be parent of the year, but like, you opted out of being parent, mm-hmm. a parent, and parent. now you want to be a parent again. But mm-hmm. I'm not confident that you know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So now we're both in this weird space of like, yeah, well, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have to try something else. I've always wanted to talk like eventually, like with with a person, like with the the parent that leaves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause I, I'm always just like, yeah, that'll be uh, because yeah. even the reentry period, like. Who's giving you the tools to know how to re-enter your child's life? So you come in telling me, like, my dad, I I found my dad on the internet, like, when I was in eighth grade. Um, I met him for the first time when I moved into college. And I haven't talked to him in probably about a year and a half because he just changed his number. I don't know. Like, don't ever be on Facebook. Whatever. So when I think, well, not whatever. That's a problem for me. So I have to own that that's an issue. Um. But, like, it's, it's, it's so interesting on how, like, there was an incident where my apartment was robbed, and I told my mom, and my mom somehow got into contact because I think she was having a mom moment, like, I don't know what we need to do. But let me call somebody, your dad. You know, let me call your dad. Like, <laughs> what, why did you go into that mode? <laughs> but he called me, and he yelled at me about not calling him. Mm. And I thought that was the most weird thing. Like, I haven't been, again, I don't... Mm. I don't have confidence as you as a parent because what you going to do? Like, I've never right. been brought up to think like, oh, I'm in trouble. Let me call my dad. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you call the people you trust in those moments. The people you know yeah. are going to be able to come through. But it has to be like a, like, psych, like your psychological state has to be in a very different space if you thought I was going to call you. Right. Like, right. what is that? You didn't think that. You're like, what, what, why are you mad? Yeah. Because you couldn't have honestly thought that, that was like the thing right. to do. No. Is your lack of confidence flaring up right. here? Right. Try to overcompensate. But I think yeah. that overcompensation, I think that's also that arrogance that can pop up, right? Like, yeah. So somebody's now, mm-hmm. they're not confident. Mm-hmm. So now they're trying to, oh, but I am. Mm-hmm. But I, I am get, confident. I'm right. I'm your daddy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, mm-hmm. but you're not, though. And that's cool. Yeah. Take it down. See, you're not just. That's cool. <laughs> um, let's see. So we talked about. Oh, this is a good question. What stands between you and being happy? What steps can you take to bridge the gap? So I guess we've got to start like, do you feel at this stage of your life that you are happy? Hmm. <laughs> yes. That was a slow yes. And it's, I'm not um, at the end game. Mm. So you could be happier? Yeah. Okay. Or... And I don't even want to say happier. Um, I'm happy. That's just, it's a yes. That's the, that's my short answer. Mm-hmm. Is yes. Uh, and I know that this is not how my life is going to be forever. Mm-hmm. But if, if it was, I wouldn't be mad at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I feel like I that's could, like, because I would say, how do you measure happiness? Like, that's the thing. And that's why I say yeah. that because, you know, I talk about, I kind of I try to equate little things to larger things. Like if you wash a, a bucket, are you gonna wash a real car? Yep, probably a, a better car. Mm-hmm. If you don't wash your bucket, you might wash a new car for a little bit. But after a while, that old habit's mm-hmm. gonna come back into place. So, mm-hmm. am I happy right now the way I am? Yeah, I gotta be. Right, because eventually, no matter what I get to or what mm-hmm. that plateau or whatever, what I it looks get like, to, mm-hmm. at some point, that's gonna be the norm. Mm-hmm. Right, 
And if I can't be happy with whatever my norm is, I'm right. never going to be, be happy. happy. Mm-hmm. You might. And I think that's what a lot of. While. I think. Ooh, you done gave us a word in here because I think that hits so mm-hmm. with so much because mm-hmm. people aren't able. And I like this is not to ignore you know, the systematic oppression in various ways sure. that can exist in life. Oh yeah, but Don't get me started you know that. like that's but like because there are topic. things set up for you to not to be frustrated topic. to feel a certain yeah. type of way. But I do honestly believe that we have a choice and yeah. make in our happiness and creating gotcha. that space for ourselves and really kind of watching that navigate and flourish because yeah. that's I've learned that as a truth. Mm. I remember when I was choosing not to be happy. Mm. I remember when I choose to be so concerned with other people that I couldn't be myself. Like I remember <clears throat> being in spaces prioritizing other people because... I refused to figure out what I needed to do to be at peace with myself and to be happy and to enjoy the moment. And now I just do what I want to do. Mm. And like that's such a, but I had to make a choice to like change how I was interacting. Mm. And it's still a choice I have to make every day. I wake up with the day I can say, oh, if I'm not in the mood, I can lay my ass back down and try it again. Mm. If something happens at work and somebody being on some, okay. All right, that's the situation. We're going to deal with the situation. But how am I going to come back to my peace and my happiness? Right. Because at the end of the day, that's what, that's what I come home to. Yeah. And I don't, I've seen, I've experienced being miserable and I've seen people be miserable. And there ain't nothing attractive about that. Mm-hmm. Nothing about, nothing that I want to participate. I will always choose doing the work to be happy over being miserable. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not always easy. It's not always what you want to do. It's not always even thing you know how to do. Sometimes you just got to try some stuff out. Mm-hmm. But it's important. Yeah. It's so important. What about you? Am I happy? Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not miserable. I wake up every day with a conscious effort, like I'm gonna find something that makes me happy. The things that I do in my life make me happy. Is there a lot of things and relationships that are changing, and I don't know what the fuck this <laughs> is, and I'm trying to navigate navigate that. through it. Yeah. Mm, that could make me unhappy if I just sat on that and dwelled mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, as far as being happy, I would say I'm happy. Yes. And that's good because you choose to compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. So you can put that into its place. These right. are the things mm-hmm. I don't like. Mm-hmm. But that's right. not going to Because I think that's the thing. Is like outlook is. We, we, I think how we're taught happiness is the, the absence of like things you don't like. Right. Like I can still be happy and not like everything about the situation. Right. I think like one thing to me that's always very interesting when people like it reveals a lot about a person to me is like you if you having a gathering or you going to a party somewhere and somebody say, "Who all coming?" <laughs> I think that is like I think we all need to be aware of that. Because when you're doing that that means you're something you're is dependent el- on somebody else. <laughs> Like oh, something. I mean, nah, I'm not. No. No. And you know, I mean, there's every right to protect your peace, but it's like, what if you just showed up to that moment to be in that moment and receive and enjoy whatever that moment had to present itself without you being concerned about these other factors? When I go somewhere, it's okay. What you need me to bring? Anybody know allergies? We need to be aware of. Right. Okay, I'm coming. Even it's it's people in the party I don't like. There's a lot of people I don't I don't love and like to be around everybody, yeah. but I'm gonna always have a good time. All right. Even like with activities when planning the trip, like, okay, I'm gonna give some put some suggestions so we have some things to fall back on. But at the end of the day, I don't care what we do as long as I'm with my people. Right. We can sit in the room and talk for for nine hours and I'm good. Mm-hmm. 
But I think it's like it's about the choice that you make. Yeah. But y'all, we gotta be aware of who coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like to me, like I just be like, who gonna be people? People. That's that's, that's <laughs> like, how you respond, especially with other people. Like you don't even know these people, right? Yeah. You want me to start naming them, right? People. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what? I had, so I, I, I think this was just a, a cool conversation to talk about, like confidence. Yeah. So like, what's one thing that you're gonna work on, like starting today, that you're gonna work on to be more confident? Like you can pick an aspect of your life, you can pick an action, but what's the thing that you 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 signing up today? You signing up, you you suiting um, up, you ready to go. I'm an overthinker, so I'll think of something, I'll think of how it's gonna go, and this is the outcome. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because that's how it's gonna turn out. So I'll talk myself out of a lot of shit without even doing it. Like mm. you just gotta do it. Like that's probably not even gonna be the end result. Just try it and see. So just stop overthinking and just go for it. What you got? I'm gonna trust the process. Okay, that's yeah. it. Trust yeah. the process. That could that's just apply. Everybody put that on your list yes. too. Yeah. Trust the process. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a lot of things that you know you you can't control, mm. but you control the parts you can, mm. and then. The role you play in it and how much energy you put into it. And let the rest be what it is. And at the end of the day, you live with the results of the efforts you put in. But you got to trust the process. That's so so true. I think um, for me, just being like really continuing to focus on the journey of living an authentic life. And just like being who I am and figuring out what that looks like in different settings and being honest to that. Because mm-hmm. I think there's some ways, like I feel like, in mo- I feel like right now, I'm myself in a lot of situations, and in most situations, like I don't feel like I'm disconnected. But there, there are a couple that I'm just like, okay, either I'm denying a negative emotion that I'm feeling or like, or I'm just not being fully honest about how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important to, to at least say out loud and start to work on more actively. Now, for the final question, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. what's your advice to someone who wants to boost their self-esteem? Mm. You first, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's... Mm. You, gotta, you gotta love yourself and accept yourself unconditionally because there's going to be people that are not going to agree with you they're not going to like how you look they're not going to like what you say but you have to um, just believe in yourself and trust yourself and and just go out every day in the world with that confidence and practice that it's not just okay I'm confident I believe in me no it's an everyday thing like you have to like talk yourself and tell yourself you can do it you're capable so yeah I would say so to uh, to your point earlier is you don't use the word flaws mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say um, don't use the word flaws I'm just kidding right. <laughs> <laughs> no um, think about your opportunities 
and then remember how many uh, strengths you have mm-hmm. that, that doing that as a connected about. experience, right? You right. What I'm saying? Because a lot of times, you the biggest things that you see are the things you can't do, or the mm-hmm. things that you struggle mm-hmm. with. Say because, that again. Yeah. So the biggest things you see are the things you can't do, or the things mm-hmm. that you're struggling with. So when you're struggling with those things, you know, that's all you could think about. Like, man, I wish this was better. I mm-hmm. wish this was. Well, think about the things that you are good at mm-hmm. and, and highlight those things. It's, 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 it's harder to do yeah. because mm-hmm. those are things you're good at, so you're not even thinking about them. They're almost mm-hmm. natural, mm-hmm. right? Because you're good at it. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be second nature. But you gotta you got to remember those things and, and, and apply those things and highlight those things and, and use those things to correct or improve your uh, areas of opportunity. And I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, that'll help you just know, like, I am good at something, right? You know, and and mm-hmm. here's my value. At and there's a place for yeah. every something. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I would say um, it's to kind of align with both. Is just to learn yourself. I think the more I learn about myself, mm-hmm. and the more I put myself in, in situations to be vulnerable in my growth, um, that's where I've seen me become the most confident, like modeling something that people ask me if I've done my whole life and I'm like, no, it's because I wasn't confident. Like, I'll be like, why are y'all coming up to me talking about this? Like, mm-hmm. and so I put myself in front of that camera lens, like, and I've, I've made intentions and to do that. It. I don't think it. <laughs> um, but it's, 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 it's like doing that did so much for me mm-hmm. to be like, this is not even as big of a deal as you make it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, these you talked yourself out of it. Like, yeah, you I talked it. myself out mm-hmm. of it, but I had to go learn. What I did first is figure out, I had to, I sat down one day, uh, I have a journal that was gifted to me, it's called I Gotta Be Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I Gotta Be Me message is pretty much my, like, my mantra for the year. And so I was writing, I told myself, like, one day you're gonna, I had to sit down and write why I wasn't gonna do this. Like, what is it, what, is, what am I afraid of? And I, I realized that I don't, I wasn't comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. And so I've always felt like the excuse to be like, well, I'm, tall, I'm a little awkward, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to receive for myself that like, I'm not those things. That's just kind of what I've labeled mm-hmm. them and what I've mm-hmm. allowed to be as excuses. So once I realized it was my body, then I was able to take yoga classes. I was able mm-hmm. to work out. I was able to do these other things to help me understand how my body moves and mm-hmm. why like I appreciate my body. Look at myself in the mirror and be like, okay, girl, I see you today. Mm-hmm. You know, like do those things because I would cover my body in clothes. I was very ashamed of my body, but I just wasn't vulnerable to say it and so mm-hmm. once I said it and I, I accepted it for myself then I was able to work on it and do my inner work so mm-hmm. you know I think gotta be you yeah I gotta be me uh, that confidence is gonna I think that's the thing that helps me in my career it helps me in in many facets of my life and I see where I'm lacking it where those those are usually opportunities that I'm not feeling comp- like where I need to work on mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we always got to have some homework for your inner work. Got your homework. So make sure, let's get a, you know, get the journal out. You can even post it. I think it, I think it's weird that, like, we have the same art. People shouldn't be posting about their personal stuff. If you're going to post about your stuff, post it. Like, if you're going to, you know, because somebody can maybe call you, get you a reference point, you know, yeah. refer you to somebody. Or we can just have a conversation. So, like, you know, I, for yourself, just really... Write down three opportunities and three strengths and like really go over those and really study them and figure out where they come from. Is there is it coming from a relationship in your life? Is it coming from you? Like what what is preventing you from working on those opportunities? And then give somebody a shout out this week. I think that's mm-hmm. it too. Whether it's like personally in the text message that I think those people that provide us that support make us feel at home with their heart and their conversation. Like we need to 
celebrate that more. Yeah. So, that's true. you know, that's what we got for you this week. Mm-hmm. This was a good episode. Oh, no. <laughs> if I do say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning Thanks in. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.